Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, come on. It's always a happier happy hour indictment week. It is. It's indictment oh. week again. Yeah. Third time's the charm, I think. I think so, And too. who better to celebrate with than Alison Gill of Muller, she wrote, yep. and Noel Kassler. I mean, those are resistance rock stars. They're two biggies. Oh, I'm telling you. It just, we went through uh, every, <laughs> oh, and also Noel knows every past crime. Right. That, you know, also could be, because I'm feeling, we're feeling avalanche about justice. He also yeah. knows every stinky diaper. Yes. <laughs> justice has stopped us uh, circling the nipples, and we are, uh, yeah, we're getting down to business now. And we're deep-throating it now. Yeah, yeah. We're you deep-throating know what, justice. You know what I recommend for a beverage with happy hour is salty MAGA tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drink them up. Sometimes Louise and I just crave a restaurant-quality dinner at home without doing all the work or driving. Well, Cook Unity is the first chef-to-you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week. And it appears to be less expensive than other delivery options. Go to cookunity.com slash Hartman, the two N's, or enter the code Hartman, the two N's, before checking out for 50% off your first week. We just received our first meals from Cook Unity. And what a huge difference it is to get the best chefs in the country to bring creative, delicious meals to us and you every week. Every meal is handcrafted by chefs and made in local micro kitchens, not large production facilities. We just had the chipotle maple glazed salmon with green beans and mango pico de gallo. It had everything we love in a meal. They have all sorts of options like vegan, paleo, pescatarian, gluten-free, and more. Menus are posted two weeks in advance so you have plenty of time to choose. Experience chef-quality meals every week delivered right to your door. Go to cookunity.com slash Hartman, the two N's, or enter the code Hartman, the two N's, before checking out for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using the code Hartman or going to cookunity.com slash Hartman. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform, one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining 
multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. NetSuite.com slash Miller. NetSuite.com slash Miller. One more time, NetSuite.com slash Miller. A yes, rock star, that. a rock star is here. Yes. A star in, of every. Do you remember that uh, commercial for every song ever written? Uh-huh. Allison Gill stars in every podcast ever created. Jack, Daily Beans, <laughs> Clean Up on Aisle Forty Five, Muller. She wrote. I don't off into infinity. Yes. Hi. Good morning, Allison Gill. Good morning. And are they really? Is he really trying to co-opt the two-tier system of yep. justice yep. of, of <laughs> yep. hundreds of years of systemic racism uh-huh. toward people of color and apply it to Donald Trump? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes, that's exactly okay. right. Thank you. See how she goes right to the heart of the matter. That's why she's Allison Gill, bitches, and you're not. <laughs> you don't All right. We, I, well, I said to you off air, I'm like, happy indictment day. And then you were like, week, year, month, year. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of the above. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we just had Glenn Kirshner on, of course, and we don't, uh, our shared superhero. And we, I, who knows, right? Like we, last week, we thought, uh, and I was saying Neil Katyal was def- was technically right that he said it was going to be last week, but we didn't think it was going to be the superseding indictment. We thought it was going to be J6. And now you've got Fannie Willis, uh, Fannie Willis saying, I'm ready to go. The barricades are already up. So, you know, I, who knows? What's your bet? What are your beans on what's next? What? If Her I'm beans. Fannie she, Willis, she will I bet want- you beans. I know. <laughs> If I'm Fonnie Willis, I want the DOJ to go first here because they could provide predicate crimes uh, under RICO um, for her to charge. You know, because when you do RICO, you've got underlying crimes, sort of like in Manhattan when you have falsification of business records, you have to have underlying crimes to make it a felony right? Um, from a misdemeanor. So RICO requires some predicate crimes, and uh, Jack Smith could give her a bunch. Right. <laughs> we're just we're taking a moment to say... just every time you say that and you don't have to have them charged by someone else but it sure is nice yeah no exactly well exactly i but you know i'm looking at what she had said specifically between july 31st which is today and the end of august she announced charges and then obviously when was that yesterday Mm -hmm. jody she said to cnn i'm we're ready to go, you know, and obviously that and the barricades going up. Glenn seems to think it's more tied to the August 7th that she told the judges to clear their calendars for, um, that the that actual and, indictments. Uh, I believe the court has is on a, a bit of a break uh, this week. Right. I think they have a retreat or something. Um, so arraignments couldn't happen. Retreats. There's week. no retreats. There's no summer camp in justice. Get back here. <laughs> it's justice camp. You know, what happens at justice camp stays at justice camp. Right. Um, right. No, uh, that actually sounds fun. Let's do a justice camp. Yeah. Let's do it. <gasps> Glenn Kirshner uh, so, be our favorite counselor. Hmm. <laughs> we'll have handcuffs, learning, learning how to uh, use Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, what? yeah, no, I think... I think that um, you could have indictments this week and then because the, the, the judges really only need to be there for the arraignment. The court is there for the arraignments, right? Um, right. I mean, the, the grand jury is meeting there, but you really only need the judges to arraign people. You know what? Let's ask uh, Marie, our favorite prosecutor no. in Atlanta, until uh, Fonnie Willis is available. Hello, Marie. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for taking my call. Allison, it is so good to hear you. 
Um, and I totally agree with everything you said. I know. Oh, my God. Um, Dahlia, Dahlia Litwick just uh, retweeted that Allison is going to be on the show. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone loves Allison. She's like a star magnet. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to bring up um, the IT guy who said that he didn't, he felt like he didn't have the right to, um, excuse me, delete the audio. Um, Video. From yeah. an IT brain, mm-hmm. understand, just like um, all of us have at our homes where we can delete things or we can modify things on our home systems, but when we go to work, right, we don't have the rights, right. literally right. the IT rights. So that's what he may have, that's what he may have meant as opposed to, you that's know. Exactly. That's exactly, that's exactly what he meant. He didn't have the administrative yeah. rights, and, and that's why there were, there were then text messages to the calamaris at the Trump <laughs> Organization who do have the rights, the administrative rights, to do that. So he's not... Yeah, that So wait, there were shush like, emojis and squid emojis? This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that if that IT guy could erase the mm-hmm. tapes, he, he might have. Um, I don't think yeah. he's like an altruistic fella yeah. who doesn't think he has the right to do it. I think he just couldn't, doesn't have a password to do it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, Marie, what legal then, what, what legal weight does a shush emoji have uh, for an obstruction <laughs> charge? Well, considering right now the question of whether a, a multi-million dollar contract could be sealed with a thumbs up emoji, I'm thinking emojis are becoming more important than most people think. Yeah, exactly. All right, honey. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Sue in Rockville. You're on with Allison. Hi, Sue. Hi, good morning and hello, Allison. It is always a pleasure. I'm so glad when you're on. You just give us great information. Me too. My God, it's so great for the whole hour. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> now, now, listen, I don't want to spend a lot of time waiting and hoping. I want to start a pool. How many in Trump, how many felony counts are we going to end up with? 74 already exceeded my poll. I need to start a new one. How many felony counts? How many sexual assault accusers? How many bankruptcies? How many hush money payments? How many impeachments? How many divorces? How many arrests? And we should have some good fun guessing rather than just sitting around waiting. How many justice angels can dance on the head of a pin? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) I just want to show those six bar kids that there is a thing called the rule of law and that justice applies equally to everybody before I leave this planet. And I don't think that's too much to ask. It is not. It, it is, is not. not. Uh, yeah. So, Allison, let's look at the two latest things we just talked to Glenn about. Obviously, uh, Lucy McLoserton from Losertown on a bit of a losing streak. Uh, judge rejects Trump's bid to upend Georgia probe. Trump had asked that another Fulton judge quash the final report of the grand, special grand jury, which recommended indictments that Willis be recused from pursuing the case and McBurney be sidelined. Everything he's tried recently in court that he usually tries, right, for stalling or whatever reason, is failing, Right. Yeah, he loses everything all the time. He they tossed out his CNN lawsuit recently too. Yes, uh, won't let the Manhattan go to the federal court. And oh, we can compare him to Hitler. That's just so it's stipulated. Yes. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and uh, won't retry the E. Jean Carroll two case um, with E. Jean Carroll still on the books in January. The one E. Jean Carroll one. Um, I I think that first of all, I was a little confused because I thought that the chief judge in the fourth district where McBurney sits recused the entire bench from hearing this motion and moved it to Cobb County. And there was a hearing on August 10th, but no, that was just for the mandamus um, motion that was filed. And then in a footnote here in this new ruling, 
that also moots <clears throat> McBurney's scathing ruling moots that m- mandamus hearing. So I don't think there will be one now on August 10th. I think the runway is completely open now. Oh, for, interesting. For interesting. Okay. Um, and so obviously this, we've been talking about Tavares is the Mar-a-Lago employee who oversees the surveillance cameras received a target letter. We were learning after Trump was indicted. He also met with investigators. What We just talked to Glenn about this. It's unclear whether Tavares is cooperating with prosecutors. Unlike uh, Walt Nauta and uh, what the co-defendant Carlos Oliveira, Tavares is not currently facing charges. Um, in the documents case, despite being formed, he's a target. So I, I think Glenn's speculation is he is likely cooperating. What do you think? Yeah, I think he's at least partially cooperating because he changed lawyers right, right. after he got his target letter because he had <clears throat> Stanley Woodward, who represents everybody and their cousin, um, but also represents Walt Nauta. And you can't, it's, it's, you can't have a lawyer represent two people with different stories. Right. Uh, so you have to get a new lawyer if you're, if you're flipping or at least partially cooperating. But CNN came out with some reporting last night that said he, he did go in and, and, you know, change his BS story right. a little bit um, after he got that target letter. Yeah. That's, uh, so um, it's, Jalen says it has a way of, you know. Changing your mind, right? Yeah. It's kind of bracing, like a nice cold. Ten shower. years in prison, an indictment is Donald Trump would make me think twice. It's a yeah. clarifying moment yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I loved your tweets. You said, "So which is it? Are we indicting Trump to make his numbers go up to ensure he's the nominee because he's so easy to beat, or are we indicting Trump to interfere in the election and stop him from being the nominee?" Um, and you said Trump's candidacy is interfering with Jack Smith's investigation. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I. I, all I can think now is when I see the latest numbers this morning, Ellison, that his numbers do tend to seem to go up when he gets indicted again. I'm just like, okay, they're just, wow, these lemmings are going right off the cliff with him. Like, good. They're just as dumb as I thought they were, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that solidification is going to make it real hard for some Republican dark horse like a Liz Cheney or a, a Brian Kemp to come in and, and, sw- and swoop up his followers, Right. right? Right. Um, they're they're really digging in their heels now uh, after you have to after three or four or five indictments. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, exactly. I well, I, and, and I don't know. Again, like I, I think because it's so terrifying, the thought of through what number of factors we could have a second Trump presidency. It, it still is terrifying. Right. Between. God knows, you know, no labels and JFK or RFK Jr. and Russia and AI and who knows this next time, right? Just, you know, this razor thin electoral college. Because uh, I, 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 I was watching, you know, these Trumpers being interviewed and we were just saying we were just in not in a Watergate universe anymore. We don't have one set of facts. They literally just don't believe it, right? They don't believe no. anything about Trump. No, and we have sad billionaires ruining our public square. Um, and and trying to take that away from us as best we can, funded by the Saudis. Um, it's yeah, it's. I think we're all a little bit gun shy from 2016, yeah. when, you know, <laughs> if Donald Trump is in the race. I mean, he's so easy to beat. He's the loseriest loser, and he's probably the candidate we would prefer to run against. But I still am like get a little vertigo thinking about yeah. him anywhere near yeah. the Oval Office. Yeah. Um, let me say, I, not only is Biden having a 
fantastically successful presidency, just FYI, GTK. Um, on Friday, he uh, signed an executive order giving decisions on the prosecution of serious military crimes, including sexual assault, uh, to independent military attorneys, taking that power away from victims' commanders. That uh, implements it legislation passed by Congress in 2022. I know this is an issue near and dear to you, and it's about time, right? Uh, oh, my God, I cried, like, for hours when that decision uh, when that executive order was signed, I um been working on that for over a decade with folks like Kirsten Gillibrand. And um, since we since we put out the um, the movie, The Invisible War, a documentary about military sexual trauma came out in 2012. I was nominated for an Oscar. And uh, since then, we've been trying to get that decision to prosecute out of the chain of command because it's the chain of command is where your rapist is. Mm-hmm. And the chain of command is they don't want to, you know, they like to brush these under the rug because it looks bad for them to have multiple sexual assaults on their base. Yeah. Yeah. And I know this is you've been personally a victim and talked very, you know, just movingly about it. And so it's it's one of those things, Allison, even if you, you know, haven't been just that makes you're absolutely right. It makes no sense at all. To go like the guy that did it is, you know, is in the, you know, the one you're reporting it to. I mean, it's just this is so long past due. So hooray for president, right? Biggest, biggest change in the Uniform Code of Military Justice since it was adopted in 1950. Yep, absolutely. OMG, I am so excited about our new sponsor, Cook Unity. These are ready-cooked meals. You want to know my first six? Grilled mahi-mahi with oyster mushrooms and steamed rice. <gasps> Vegan rigatoni pesto. Four cheese ravioli with cherry tomatoes and spinach. Hang on. Climate-friendly chickpea and quinoa bowl. Classic salad nichois. Lemon-baked tilapia. I don't have time to cook. These, you just pop them in the microwave. Bam, you're done. Go to cookunity.com liberal. You will not believe the quality and the, the, the quantity of different of choices that you have. Whatever you need, vegan, paleo, pescatarian, gluten-free, whatever you love, they have a delicious dish. Cook Unity is the first chef to you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week. And it's cheaper than other delivery options. So delicious and no cooking required. I love that on work nights for me. Go to cookunity.com liberal or enter the code liberal before checkout for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using the code liberal or going to cookunity.com slash liberal. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hey, look who's here. It's Twitter and just general rock star of the world. Yes. Comedian extraordinaire Noel Kastler. Hi, Noel. Hi, Stephanie. Great to see you. Thanks for having me. Everybody's like, yay, ice cream for breakfast again. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, I mean, we are uh, indictment. We keep saying day, week, month, year. <laughs> we don't know, but look at look at what's available. The new 45 Behind Bars t-shirt at yes. StephanieMiller.com. It's just, I don't know, right? Grand jury's meeting today, January 6th. Fawny Willis is obviously, barricades are already up. What What is, if you were a betting man, 
I think it's coming down this week on the January 6th. The federal, I have a feeling it might even come out today. That's just my gut. And right. like everybody else, I've been holding my breath waiting for it. I think it's going to be finally the one that, that puts the nail in his coffin. And the Fannie Willis is just going to be like icing on the cake as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to say, you've always talked about what bumbling idiots <laughs> Trump and many of the people that work for him. But this Mar-a-Lago documents thing is just, I. we were saying, I, I between the, you know, security footage and the hiding in the bushes and, I mean, you know, trying to delete the tape of the last crimes you did and trying right. to cover the fact that you were trying to cover the last, I mean, it's kind of insane, isn't it? It's 100% insane. And it's even more insane when you think about he's been doing this behavior for 40 years and getting rid of getting away with it. Like he right. flooded a room full of documents when he was getting audited for the Grand Hyatt that he owned in New York City. He did the same thing in the late 80s. Like, hey, be a shame if a fire broke out in the storage records room. You know, that's his M.O. And it says it all like what we've learned already about mar-a-lago you know sending his underling hey boss wants you to delete the files i can't do it so they flood the room and i'll say one more thing i guarantee you he filed an insurance claim for the flooded servers <laughs> to get paid for the crime that he right. okay of obstruction okay that's that's fantastic yeah you tweeted the uh we're not paying attention to today is going to screw us tomorrow if we learned anything from 2016 it uh should have been that don't look at what the con man's pointing at in the front lawn sneak around the back and follow the money um this one we just found out today trump's uh PAC spent more than 40 million dollars on legal costs in the first half of 2023 to defend trump his advisors and others uh we're skipping down uh the total is more than any other expense the pack has incurred during trump's 2024 presidential campaign i mean i give up on these people like what's the point of even trying to like i i if they want to give up their hard-earned money to this criminal that just keeps committing crimes so he keeps needing you know new legal fees and is still running on the i'm rich and i don't need your money platform it, it i it's it's mind-boggling that they haven't you know gotten hip to the grift and it's the same demographic that he was ripping off again in the 80s he was bussing in women from kentucky older retirees from kentucky and ohio into his casinos and taking their social security checks into his slot machines which had the lowest payouts in atlantic city and then he'd send them back home broke without so much as a free lunch He's been picking on people his whole life who don't see it coming. And the fact that you mentioned it's the super PAC and the PAC, and he's switching funds between the two, which is highly illegal, and nobody's stopping him, and he's run through $104 million. And the only so far, in a year and a half, $104 million of their money he spent on this legal scam, not to mention the, you know, the $40 million. And the only thing I would say about that. You know, he's obviously going to get in trouble with these charges, but this is his area of expertise. He uses, you know, the courtrooms and the judiciary system like a cudgel to waste time and tie up resources. And, you know, Rachel Maddow did a good piece on that last night. And that's what he does. You know, he just got sanctioned a million dollars for bringing a fraudulent case and he's appealing it. He's bringing the case again against Hillary Clinton for defamation. So that sort of thing as outrageous as it sounds, is also very dangerous because it's taking public resources and it's filling the airwaves with his point of view, which is dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it does have a feeling, though. You know, I always talk to Glenn Kirshner about it because obviously there's been so many mob comparisons 
you know, to all of the this stuff. But we always talk about John Gotti, right? Teflon Don, you know, and that that whole saying about, you know, justice seems like it's never going to come and then it comes all at once. And that's what it feels like now. It feels more like an avalanche that, you know, he's losing court case after court case that all the stuff he usually does that you right. know so well, the delay tactics and all that, it just feels like he's running out of time and out of options, right? Well, he absolutely is. And obviously, you said it well, and Glenn's an expert on that. That's that's what I mean. There's such an avalanche, such a tsunami of legal issues coming his way that he won't, you know, he won't get off the beach in time <laughs> this time. And I love that you brought up John Gotti because Sammy the Bull was one of his partners. And when Sammy gave his testimony, he said, oh, you want me to talk about the Donald Trump stuff? And they were basically like, no, we're not here for that. But, you know, Trump learned from those guys, as we yeah. all know, Genovese, you know, mm-hmm. Fat Tony Salerno. Trump's a dumb mob boss. You yeah. know, he's a mob boss without discipline. Yeah, I know. I was just going to say, you know, it, this part of the, uh, someone just wants to make sure Carlos is good. <laughs> eh. right. uh, Nada allegedly said in a call with another Trump employee who, like Tavares, is not named in the indictment. That employee assured Nada that D. Oliveira was loyal. It would not do anything to affect his relationship with Trump. The indictment alleges the same employees also confirmed De Oliveira's loyalty that day in a private message chat with Nada and a representative for the PAC. I mean, I know everybody keeps playing, you know, the Goodfellas clips and the you know, yeah. De Niro and Liotta clips. I mean, it's just, I, but it, it does seem like we keep joking about they're like, because people forget what incompetent bunglers the Nixon <laughs> burglars right. were so they really are kind of like the watergate burglars mixed the, with the stooges pl- fixing the plumbing mixed with you know <laughs> keystone cops keystone cops benny hill <laughs> just absolutely you know and and you, you mentioned carlos there was a photo of him going into the courthouse the other day and somebody had his hand on his shoulder yeah you know the tr- lawyer had a grip on the guy like you're gonna yeah. do the right thing and you know, as crazy as it all is, in the January 6th administration, there were witnesses who couldn't remember, right? We all know Casey Hutchinson was brave and Cassidy, was like, yeah, no, I'm yeah. getting my own lawyer. Yeah. But the guys who kept the Trump lawyer didn't remember specific things that they were in the room for, meaning they played along with the boss. Yeah, know? yeah. Well, what do you think is happening with this? Uh, so it seems like, the, I can't, I'm getting all the names mixed, but one of them might be cooperating, but the other two still have the, the Trump lawyer. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I think that's probably what is happening. I think one somebody's going to flip in that thing. It's not going to be Walt Nada. <laughs> yeah. You know, who's extraordinary, though. Job. You'd go to prison for years and years for this guy. Why? That's the sort of cult that he sort of engenders in people. You know, he's yeah. always been that way. He always attracts a certain type of person. To who he is and, and and most of those people go along with it till the end a few of them escape michael cone you know yeah how did Bobby you escape <laughs> yeah how did you escape <laughs> i wasn't here here's the he thing I was, Trump. I was, he worked for the I, apprentice i know that but uh, yeah i mean you were in his orbit yeah i know but i was never impressed okay. let's just say that i was never, hey mr trump i was like look at these idiots when i took the gig for mark burnett i was doing a favor to a friend it Got was it. a joke like okay. i did a list the grammys the tonys you know and they were like come help us out we're doing this ridiculous you know celebrity apprentice font finale at rock center and i was like i watched that show can i meet amarosa and they're like yeah i was like all right i'm there okay. and then i just got sucked in and they assigned me to ivanka and it became this hell ride for six or seven seasons you know <laughs> okay but and i'll just say we knew trump was a clown i'd worked on the beauty pageants in the 90s right. so 
Yeah. We all knew his scam. We didn't know he was going to run for president okay. back then. Okay. Yeah. Couldn't see this coming. Yeah, you know? I know. Because when people say that, like, oh, he has this, you know, charm or what? I, oh, God, he's just, I could not find him more disgusting right. on, in every way. That I just can't yeah. imagine who's not disgusted by him. Like, who thinks, you know. But, like, does he have a, diff- like, a different <laughs> charm in person? Because I, I, I've never been close no. to him. He has a smell in person. He has an odor, you know? <laughs> a different charm. If you're a fly, you might find it very attractive, okay, you know? But what it, uh, JoJo from Jers just says that, uh, that President Biden smells like warm cocoa on, on a Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> and Trump smells like, I'm going to guess, old yeah, exactly. diapers and Adderall. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He smells like a fishing boat in August, you know? <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, you said sometimes I feel like Elon Musk, Donald Trump, Hunter Biden, and Barbie are the only names the mainstream media is allowed to print or speak. I mean, it does feel a little, um, you know, like 2016, and that this is how we got here. We're like, oh my God, you know, and he is clearly an out and out criminal. And you're like, you're going to enable this again for ratings? Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's good that you said that because there's a lot of shades of 2016. You know, 2020 was a bit of a misnomer. We were coming out of the pandemic. People were tired of Trump's insanity. It was on full display. Now we're four years out of that. And he's having the same sort of, you know, effect on his base, right? He's rising in the poll numbers. And then you have the New York Times who puts his poll numbers on the front page yesterday. And they're like, Trump is crushing DeSantis. They're using the toxic kind of verbiage that appeals to his base in the mainstream media because it's going to sell newspapers. And that can be dangerous, as we learned in 2016. Yeah. Well, speaking of Elon, you said Elon Musk threatens to sue any account that tracks his business model of selling blue checks to Nazis to help authoritarians come to power so he can get more of the 15.3 billion largesse he's already received from the USA government for his rocket company. Um, And you just said there's three kinds of people on Twitter, the folks who don't use their real names but are resistance warriors, the folks who make a buck mining your outrage, generally use lots of pics of Trump, MTG, but DeSantis, or their uh, help me fight back posts, and the folks uh, who know it's broken. I mean, I'm doing, Mark Hamill said don't uh, tweet today, so I'm not tweeting for 24 hours. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm joining Mark in that. I love Mark. We yeah. follow each other. You know, it's an honor. When, he, when when Mark Hamill asks you to do something, you do it. Right. I retweeted my appearances on here, but otherwise I'm off of there. But I'm glad you brought that up because it's the kind of thing that a lot of people don't want to hear. But you can get marginalized. You know, Twitter can become a trap, right? You think you're fighting back because you're retweeting these same accounts that you like that are that are sort of mining your outrage, but it's not going to have an effect in the in the world at large. Do you know what I mean? And Trump, like you said, his appeal is he's a branding operation. There's no such thing as bad press. We we learned that with Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? She's the most famous person besides Trump probably in the Republican Party. Everything she says is awful, but people can't help but retweet her picture all day long because yeah. it gets them a lot of hits because people are like, "Oh, she's such an idiot." But it's dangerous because the branding is all they need. Right. Most people are paying attention to the nuance. Right. 